to getting spooky with Wookie. This is episode three. It will be split up into four sections, two of which are in Florida and two of which are here in Texas. So, in order for me to actually give you an idea of what's going on, these are my experiences with the paranormal from seeing shadow figures, um, hearing, feeling, um, being touched by a demon. I know that's kind of weird to say right now, but yes, by a demon. Um, then at the end of the podcast, I will be announcing a few things. So stay around and let's get started. Did you get your sodas, your coffee, your alcohol, your popcorn, your snacks, whatever you are going to get to listen to this amazing episode? So the first part is in Florida. It's in Hernando, Florida. And I went to Hernando in 2019 to live with a former friend. Um... Her stepdaughter has, or was dating a guy that lived across the field from where we were living. Well, it was close to Halloween, and the guy started acting really, really strange. He started acting a little uh, possessed, or what's another word? Angry, you know, something that would be out of the normal. Um, so me and my former friend, her husband and I went over to the house, did a little walkthrough, you know, to get a a feel of what, what's going on, what's, you know, if there's any electrical stuff that is giving off a little too much electricity that would be causing a lot of this. Um, so we went over did that we really didn't find anything at first um we went back over to my former friend's house and we were just sitting there just talking like okay we need to get a group of people we need to do this we need to do that this is this is something that we need to do to see what's going on so it was me my former friend her husband one of her neighbors, and I believe her stepdaughter, and me. So that was six people. So we all went in. We sat on the couch, and we didn't really feel anything, hear anything. So we're like, okay, we really got to see what's going on. We really need to see why this is happening. So we we started to get up and then we split I went to the back room to where the laundry room and the master bedroom is um my former friend's husband went into the room the guest room I guess you can say and the lady stayed 
at the front of the house with the guest room, the bedroom, and the kitchen area. So I was in the back. I didn't really see anything, but I started feeling like the odd, like somebody's watching you, somebody's behind you, somebody is in a closet, somebody's just watching you. And so I finished what I was doing, started walking up to the front, then I felt a little tug on my shirt. Turn around, nobody's there, nothing on the door, no door hinges or anything like that. So I was like, okay, this, this is getting a little strange. It's getting a little weird. So I go to the next bedroom where my former friend's husband is. And I tell him what happened, what was going on and everything. And he was like, okay, well, just stay in here in the room and help me out a little bit. I'm like, okay. Five minutes goes by. Next thing you know, we are... Feeling a a cold breeze. Now, mind you, this is September of 2019 in Florida, and it is not even cold. Like, I was wearing shorts at midnight because it was that hot. And so we knew it was something a little strange. We thought the AC was on, so we're like, okay, let's go check the AC. Check the AC, that wasn't turned on. We went outside, checked the AC unit outside, that wasn't turned on. So, okay. So we have me getting the feeling of somebody watching me, and then we have the cold breeze. Okay, so two things already. So we go into the living room where everybody else is, and... I kid you not, we all stood up, and three of us got pinched. Like, I got pinched underneath my uh, right arm, and then my bracelet broke. Not sure how my bracelet broke, but it was a uh, chakra bracelet, which is supposed to help your your spiritual aura. But anyways, we'll get into that later. Well... We're like, okay, let's get out. Let's go outside. Let's take a breather. Let's do this. Let's take a few minutes, you know, gather our bearings and do it again. So the second time we went in, the dog started barking like crazy. Um, Like it knew something was in the house with us. Like it was like, let me out of here. I am going to run away. Let me out. So, we go into the stepdaughter's boyfriend's room, and we just look around, lights on, didn't really see anything, and then I look down, and there's a Ouija board that's covered up. A Ouija board. A 17-year-old boy was playing with a Ouija board. Like, why would you play with a freaking Ouija board? Okay, there's no reason for you to have a Ouija board in your freaking room. Well, we found out that was the cause of everything that was going on in the house. But it gets better. So, later that night, we came back. Uh, 
former friend's husband had holy water and a Bible. I had myself. Um, we started, he started doing the whole prayer thing and I'm just standing there. Next thing you know, I see the boyfriend pop out of nowhere. So I kept the light on and he was like, here, here, let me turn the light off. Let me turn the light off. And I'm like, no. I was like, I'm not turning the light off. You are not getting near this light switch. Well, he started going back and forth, back and forth in the living room, giving that evil, I don't know, it was like an evil presence that had taken over him. He started laughing. He started saying, F you, F that, you're going to die, and blah, blah, blah. Well, as I'm standing against the wall with the light switch on my back, I look out into the living room. He's no longer there. He's outside. So I'm like, okay. Next thing you know, I see a little orb come right up into me. And I'm like, okay, this is a little weird. So I told the former friend's husband, I was like, hey, just saw an orb. We need to hurry it up. Well, we hurried up, we got the Ouija board, we quote unquote burnt it, and three hours later it showed back up in the room and burnt. And that was the creepiest thing that I've ever witnessed because when we went back in, I know everybody's heard of the Slender Man, you know, that 18,000 foot tall, slender, you know, no face man. I swear to God, there was a, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say creature, but like a, oh, what do you call it? A visual spirit that was at least eight feet tall at least and it it hunched over and looked down I swear to god I jumped up ten feet and I was like uh, nope, I'm getting the hell out of here and so we go out into the living room where everybody's at and the boyfriend was standing next to me and he's like I don't I don't feel right I'm feeling dizzy I'm like, okay, here, put your hand on my shoulder, and I'll lead you outside. Not even 30 seconds later, I started feeling a, like a burn on my shoulder. Almost as if someone had a lighter or a match and had it right next to your skin. That's how it started feeling. And I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, we're going outside. Come on. And by the time I got outside, he was still stuck inside. Okay, I'm not going back in. So I go back over to my former friend's house and I was like, okay, you guys, I was like, y'all need to start taking pictures or something, but I don't know. My shoulder started burning. Is there a mark? They're like, oh my God, there's a handprint and blah, blah, blah. So we tried getting our phones to work and we all got to the camera part and nothing worked. It was like all the phones at once decided 
to crap out. Which is really weird. And so we decided to go back and that that was the last time I actually did anything like that. It was almost like an exorcism, but exorcisms still with priests and and um religious items which I'm not religious. So, I mean it, it's kinda it's kinda hard for me to be in an exorcism when they're saying praise God, do this by the power of God. You know, I I like scientific facts. But anyways, we'll get into that way, way later. So that was part one of Florida. The second part we are going to travel to Spring Hill Cemetery, which is on Fort Dade Avenue, right there in Florida in Brooksville. So give me just a second and we'll be right back. Alrighty, I'm back for part two, Spring Hill Cemetery in Brooksville, Florida. Sorry for taking that little break. I had to go and make sure that the house was locked up and that the uh, robot vacuum thingy that we call Hazel was actually doing her job. Anywho, so Spring Hill Cemetery, um, the first time I actually saw this was on YouTube on Omar Gosh TV. He actually went to Spring Hill Cemetery and that was like the thing that was like enticing me to go. And I'm like, I've got to go. I've got to do this. This seems awesome. This seems like something I can do. Well, when I found out my former friend moved back to Florida, I started talking to her about, you know, the Spring Hill Cemetery and everything. She's like, oh, that's like 15 minutes from me. I'm like, oh, we're going. We are totally going. So I want to say this was around maybe mid-October by the time that we went. It was before Halloween. I know that for sure. And it was just me and her. We went out, got a few sodas before we did our little trek to the cemetery out in the middle of nowhere so getting to the cemetery it's, it's very interesting um, you have to you're on this road and then you have to like take you're on a curve and then you have to take a sharp left and then you go down a little bit take a right and then you're going through a wooded area which it's almost like going through the movie Wrong Turn, which really freaked me out. But I will say getting to it is pretty creepy with the trees and everything and going through the woods. And by the time you get to the cemetery, it's, it's probably big enough for a barn maybe like a barn out in the benny somewhere 
that's how big it is. Um, the land is pretty, pretty big. The, the area, it, it's beautiful during the day, but it started getting at night and it started getting creepy. The reason why I say it started getting creepy is because it felt like, it felt like things were in the trees watching us. Um, it was like, you'd look up and then you'd be like, okay, what was up there? Cause you'd see something fly off. We thought it was birds, but all the birds were on the ground for some reason, I guess getting the food. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give a little comparison here, uh, with the video from, oh my gosh, TV. Let me see if I can pull that up real quick. It was, uh. It was weird. They actually, I don't know if they went at night. Let's see. Real Haunted Cemetery in Florida. The Spring Hill Cemetery located in Brooksville. Yep, this is the one. Okay. I've got to mute this so that I don't get dinged for it. Uh, on his, oh, what's today? The 26th of May, two more days, it would have been, uh, seven years since he published it. Um, so it says today we went to explore a haunted cemetery with lots of history attached to it. Spring Hill Cemetery located in Brooksville, Florida has many stories on the net that are quite compelling. Look them up on Google. So the Spring Hill Cemetery, it, it is pretty old and gnarly and getting to it is like going through, uh, wrong turn because it looks like you're in the freaking mountains so um uh, maybe that's not the episode because this one okay no so we're going to try this other video Yep, this is the one. This uh, is called the Haunted Civil War Cemetery at 3 a.m. Omar Gosh TV. So it says, tonight we went to an abandoned and disrespected graveyard in the town of Brooksville, Florida. The cemetery is home to dead Confederate Civil War veterans from the 1800s and is known to be haunted. So this that is the same place I went to. Um, they, I don't know. It's, it has a creepy feeling to it. You're, you're in the cemetery and you're on Fort Dade Road, which is also haunted. So it's kind of crazy having a haunted cemetery with a haunted road. And so, supposedly, this Civil War, um, what should we call it, cemetery is on a 
private road, which I'm not so sure, you know, how some of these YouTubers are. They like to, oh, look, we're going down a, a private road, and it's most likely somewhere where they live. Anywho, going on, um, the cemetery, it is a big cemetery. Um, there are some graves from the early 1800s and late 1700s, which those are further to the back of the cemetery. And that's where I got more of a weird feel. And so I have an app on my phone. Uh, let's see, what is it called? Uh, da, 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 da. It is called uh, Ghost Tube Vox, which I used that one and the and it, this other one was called the Ghost Hunting Tool. And what they do is they take the supposedly the electromagnetic field energy within the area and they condense it down to words. I how it does it. That's science. That's an entertainment app. I don't know. Um, but I started using it in the cemetery and some of the words that came up were children or fun or dead or killed. And the last two that I just said kind of freaked me out and I'm like, okay. So we looked and we started looking at the different names and, you know, different years they were, they were born and they passed away. So I started like, okay, wonder if we can look this up. Um, there was one child that was killed in a, a car wreck two years before that, uh, a drunk driver hit them. So, children, fun, dead, killed. There you go. So I'm like, okay, let's try this, you know, other part of the cemetery. So we go to this one part that has one single tree and it's freaking tall. And so I'm just sitting, sitting there, holding my phone, letting it do its thing. And then all of a sudden it said, demon. Like, okay. And then it had a weird way of saying satanic. It was like a deep, like, satanic kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, nope, nope. And I was like, we got to get out of here. We got to go. I don't care how long it takes us to get out here and go back home. I just want to get the hell out of here. So she was like, okay, okay, we'll, we'll go. So she started walking, and I started walking, and all of a sudden, we felt a breeze. She's on one side, I'm on another side, and we're pretty much almost walking in sync. And we feel a breeze. We look up, trees aren't moving, we look down, only where we are walking is where the breeze is. I can't explain this. I... I'm not a scientist. I, I can't explain different types of natural phenomenon like that. Um, but if you have an explanation for it, or if you would like to know more, please, please email me. Matt at spookywookie.blog. Okay, email me. 
please, please just help me figure this out. <sighs> okay, so I'm not going to stop this. So part three is in Moshin, Texas. That's M-O-S-H-E-I-M, Texas. So in Moshin, there is this old schoolhouse. And they say that, you know, it's haunted. You can see ghosts. You can hear the kids, you know, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. I went there a couple times. Um, went there with a friend of mine from work. And just say, hey, you know, have you heard about this place? Do you know what it's called? Do you know where it's at? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I don't. I was like, but. Hey, let's go. So we go. The first night that we did this, it, it was okay. It was a little weird, you know, because on the other side of the street, there's like, let's see, one, two, three, four, five houses on the other side of the street from it. And then behind it, I think, is a house. No. Yes. No. Yes. So, to get to the school, you had to be on FM 217. And then you come up to this right, to this white rock road. Take a right. <clears throat> and then you're right there. Um, but it is kind of creepy. Because the first night we were there, I had my uh, EV, or not EVP, uh, what you call it. My ghost hunting tool thing. And the first word it said was demon. Or no, devil. And then it said Satan. And that was it. Just two words. So we're like walking through and everything. My friend had her EVP. I'll try to get the EVP so that y'all can hear it. Um, but... I don't want to get dinged for this, but it said, oh, shit. Like, as if we were going to cause hell for them. So we go in, <clears throat> and the way we went through was through the, from what it was, the cafeteria. And then we went through, we went into the hallway. Um, going down the hallway, there's rooms on either side, and then there's an upstairs on either side so let's see it was the second room on the left that we went down the hallway so we had our flashlights and everything first thing we see on the wall is 666 like okay somebody's done some bad juju stuff here and then we look closer to the bottom and it has a pentagram I'm like oh hell no I was like when you have 666 and a pentagram together in a haunted place, it is not good. I know there's a lot of people out there that are going to be like, oh, it's nothing. It, it's not going to cause anything. Yeah, it will. It will cause a lot of hell. We, the second time that we went, it was during the day. We just wanted to explore and see what it was on the outside. So we did that. Next thing you know, we hear stuff on the inside, like somebody walking. Um, and I think 
because it is an old decapitated building things were falling like the stairs had already fallen um I'm surprised nothing fell while we were there. Let's see. It was... It, it's, it's weird how it is, though. Because if you look on Google Maps, the school's no longer there. The school is no longer there. So, someone who bought that land had taken Mushin School out. The old Mushin School out. Um, it's... It's interesting to see in a map like that, but then you have people that go back and upload photos. Um, let's see, the third time that we went there, someone tried to tell us, oh, I'm about to call the cops, you can't be here, that's private property. Actually, unless it actually says no trespassing private property, you can go on there as long as you have the owner's permission, but this land was not owned by anybody at that time. So there was no signs, no nothing. So they couldn't really say, oh, well, we're going to call the cops because you can't be there. Like, don't tell me I can't be somewhere when you're old as heck and you can barely walk upstairs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell me that. So, this last part, it's in the same same state, but it's over to where I used to live. This is called Obosky, or Bosky, Texas, but it's Old Bosky, and there's this road called Patrick Road. Well, it's a winding road out in the middle of nowhere, which is kind of scary, to be honest with you. Um, but the way to get there, oh gosh, let's see. Okay. Okay. Come on. So I used to work at a company called Stripes, which now is two different entities. You got 7-Eleven on the east side of Texas, and then you got Stripes on the west side of Texas. I used to work at Stripes before it became 7-Eleven. So... Across the street from 7-Eleven, or from Stripes, um, is like a housing, dental emergency, all this stuff kind of, kind of area. Well, it's, the road is called Flat Rock. You go down Flat Rock for about a mile, I believe. Then you will take a lift on Pioneer Parkway. Now, Pioneer Parkway is a long road, so it'll take about five minutes to get to Rock Creek, which is Old Bosky, and then you're going to come up to what's called, come on, North Rock Creek Road. So you'll have a cowboy cowboy church to the right of you, so you'll take a right. You'll go down... You'll stay on the road. You won't go straight. You'll do the curve to Lost Gold Road. So you'll keep going down that road. It's a little bit windy. Um, it's a little spooky at night going down that road because you're out in the middle of nowhere. And so you'll come up to 
uh, like a split off. You'll continue going straight to Lost Gold Road or take a right or veer right to Rock, uh, Patrick Road. You'll go right to Patrick Road. And so you'll go down and then you come up to another fork. You'll take a left, which is Patrick Road. Take Patrick Road all the way down, blah, blah, blah. And you'll go past a few houses. And then you'll start coming into like a more wooded area. When you come into a more wooded area, you know that you're almost to Patrick Cemetery. When you get up to the area where Patrick Cemetery is, you will find, let's see, a fence and a, well, basically a fence. And one, like a sign that says Patrick Cemetery. And you will immediately get the feeling that Something isn't right about this place. Excuse me. And so you'll go in. You can do a... Do what I used to do. You could do a drive through So you can get the feel of the place. Windows down, everything, blah, blah, blah. Um, I would recommend going to the right and doing it that way. Because when you come back around, there's a sharp turn. Where if you went that way with your vehicle, it, it wouldn't really go. So, with Patrick Cemetery, let me see if I can get this up. Patrick Cemetery is pretty, pretty cool um, during the day. But at night, it's totally different story. So, I have this written out on my blog last night. Okay. No, that's not it. All right, so here we go. Patrick Cemetery is out in the country, is is an out in the country cemetery. And the last time I went and visited this place, a person was just laid to rest. But the things during the day are different than those at night. The night is when things become spooky. This is uh, what I typed on here. It is from the website, The Shadowlands. I don't know when they last updated it. Let me see. Um, they last updated this site. Jesus. 1998 was the last time they updated the site. So this is what it says. There's a little cemetery outside of Waco. <clears throat> outside of Waco. <clears throat> sorry. Outside of Waco in China Spring. I have been out there a few times and get a really creepy feeling. Code chills are common. Pictures get interesting and animals go crazy. Rumor has it that if you knock on a certain headstone, an apparition appears and charges at you screaming. Headstones also move. Well, I've been out there so many times that I've never experienced the headstones moving, nor the apparition coming out and charging at me and screaming. However, on my blog, you can actually go to the blog post. I have it picture up there that I enhanced. I didn't edit. I just enhanced the color so you can see everything there. Um, but when you see the picture, there's one, two, three headstones. The first one, you can tell is a headstone. 
Well, if you look to the right at the headstone, you can see like a body or not like a actual body, like a spiritual body. So it's like see-through, but you can see the feet, the legs, and part of the torso. Well, that tree is what they usually call the hanging tree. And the reason why they call it the hanging tree is because they hanged a lot of people there. I am not going to go into the details. Everybody can look that up because I don't want to get dinged for it. You know, so yeah. Um, I've had some experiences there. I've had uh, the feeling of something running up on me. I've had, there's a little section of the cemetery that when you look at the map, either Google, Apple, Bing, whatever, there looks like it's a small cemetery, but in fact, it's a large one because when you come in, you can go to the right and go all the way to the right. And there's a little area for the, for a kid. Well, there's one night that it was not windy. It was very, very humid. And we started hearing what sounded like wind chimes. So at that time I had a windows phone and my one drive kind of crapped out on me that day. And so I was videotaping and we were walking, we were trying to figure out where it was. I had flashlight on. And so I zoomed in and all you can see is just like the wind chimes moving, like somebody's tugging on it. I'm like, oh no, no, no. I think we're gonna go over here where we're closer to the truck so we can leave. So yeah, that, this was, probably one of my longest episodes but I I promise I am going to have more more stuff I am also looking into getting a friend from Twitter to join me um, we will see what happens I will keep y'all updated and as always thank you for listening <laughs>